One of the bosses at HBO just had a whole interview with The Rap, and during the interview he mentioned they're going to be filming A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, The Hedge Knight. This is the Duncan Egg story that takes place 100 years before the events of Game of Thrones. A lot of this conversation was clarifying the difference between in development and actually shooting, because a lot of people hear like, oh, there's eight different spinoffs for Game of Thrones in development. Some of those are just barely greenlit, or they're in conversations. They're not necessarily fully shooting. So with The House of the Dragon, and now this, this is actually the second spinoff actually like in the shooting phase, meaning that we're going to be actually getting this. The way I like to kind of explain The Hedge Knight is it's kind of like The Hobbit for Lord of the Rings. Not that it's a prequel necessarily, but it's the same vibe, where it's much more accessible, it's easier to join in for newcomers. Just to to kind of understand the world. You'll learn the name Targaryen before you really learn about their grand history and how important it is. But this is really cool. I'm always excited for more Game of Thrones stuff. Every spinoff I think it's decent at least and I'm looking forward to this. I'm happy they're starting to film already. We have two new Star Trek movies on the horizon. First they're working on Star Trek 4. I know this has been off and on but we just got a new confirmation on this. They're calling it the final chapter for the J.J. Abrams reboot Star Trek. That's that Chris Pine crew. Next they're working on a whole new Star Trek movie that's going to be an origin story for Starfleet. Now I hear a lot of you Trekkies out there saying we already have that it's called Enterprise. But I think it's important to remember that Paramount's new Star Trek movies are very much action-based. They feel a little bit more like Star Wars and Star Trek. And while I understand that's kind of off-putting for some of the more hardcore fans, this is how you get new fans into the franchises. Somebody sees Star Trek, they see the hopefulness, the light, the idea of a future where we actually succeed, and they want to learn more. And that's when they can start exploring Next Generation, Strange New Worlds, and Voyager. Any new Star Trek movie is really good news in my opinion. And while there is some hints of a merger between Paramount and Warner Bros. I don't think that's going to happen at all. And if it does happen, hopefully it won't affect these movies. But as of now, yes, two new Star Trek movies. We'll go into full detail on the next Geek Freaks podcast because they got a really cool director for all this. But that's coming out next Tuesday. We'll discuss everything. We got some pretty cool news about Bill and Ted. Alex Winter, who plays Bill, recently did an interview on the Sarah O'Connell podcast. During the interview, he mentioned that they are currently writing Bill and Ted 4. Specifically, Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson, the original writers for the franchise, are working on the script. Now, this is very hopeful, very awesome. But Alex was very clear that it has to feel right for both him, Keanu Reeves, and both the writers for them to keep making these movies. I love me some Bill and Ted. They are such fun movies. You don't take them seriously. They don't take them seriously. You just enjoy them. And I think we're kind of getting a resurgence of that kind of film again. Like, I think we're past this whole heavy MCU phase where everything has to be a franchise. And we're getting those like Cocaine Bear or Barbie movies where they're just fun popcorn flicks you watch during the summer. I don't know what the story will be for Bill and Ted 4. I know Bill and Ted 3 was solid. It was definitely worth the watch. If you're a Bill and Ted fan, let me know what you guys think. Are you watching Bill and Ted? Hey all, unfortunately, Microsoft today just announced the layoff of 1,900 employees in their gaming division. We're seeing a lot of layoffs in the gaming division right now. This is the biggest chunk. This follows that big acquisition of Activision Blizzard, which of course brings into question, if you had the money to spend on Activision Blizzard, why are you not paying employees? It's obviously more complicated than that, but still the question's out there. Also announced today, Mikey Barr, the president of Blizzard, announced he's leaving the company. Mikey Barr's job has not been easy, as he has not only seen overseen this acquisition, but also a post-harassment problem uh, Blizzard, seeing what the new era of Blizzard would look like. In my opinion, Mikey Bar has done a decent job. Again, this is a trend we're seeing across all of the gaming industry, Riot Games, Wizards of the Coast. We're going to talk about this trend on the next Geek Fix podcast, why it's happening, and how it could affect the future of gaming. Ravensburg, the company behind Larkana, just announced they're going to be doing
doing their first world championships in 2025. Now, if you want to join this, competition starts in May 2024, so you better start prepping now. A lot of that prep is just finding these decks in stores somehow. They're going to begin things at the regional level, and then you're going to progress up through a tournament system until you're finally at the world championship 2025. At the local and regional level, those are all going to be at hobby shops, which Ravensburg has done a really good job of making sure they come first in this scene. As a reminder, during this entire run, they're going to be releasing four different sets. So we have the Into the Inklands is going to be releasing February 23rd and then March 8th for like Amazon. Then we have another set on May 17th. We've got one on August 9th and then November 15th. So while you're competing, the sets are always building. As a bit of a TCG fan, I really respect how Ravensburg's been doing everything. And Lorcana's super fun. I don't think I'm good enough to join this, but I will be trying. Are you guys playing Lorcana and do you think you have the skills to join the tournament? Hey y'all, we have some new casting for The Last of Us. Two major characters have just been filled. First, Abby, the main villain from the second game, is going to be played by Caitlyn Deaver. Caitlyn's been getting a lot of work lately, but is best known for Last Man Standing and Justified. Next, Isabella Merced is going to be playing Dina. Dina is Ellie's love interest in the second game. Isabella Merced has been blowing up lately, but I would say her first big role that I remember from is Dora in the Lost City. But she's got a lot on the docket lately. Filming for season two of The Last of Us is going to begin this February. I'm sure we're going to learn a lot more then.